All right, welcome back. Episode 127 of the Grapes and Gorak Show. I'm Grapes. I'm Gorak. Uh, this episode is the... Not Ke- Mike Zimmer is our coach anymore, really. Uh, we have Kevin a new coach. O- the, the Kevin O'Connell episode. This is the first Grapes and Gorak episode with Kevin O'Connell as our head coach. This it's a milestone. So also, it, I let you push the button today. Yeah, that I didn't like it. No, I, no, that's that's it, twice yeah. that I've pressed the button. Is it okay? And both times we agreed. Yeah, Let, I mean it, the anymore. recorder was closer to you. It made sense, but yeah, uh, yeah but still, I should I should have Some, something felt off. I should have you know? pushed. Not a great way to start the uh, KOC uh, era. Era, yeah. But hopefully, it ends better than the Mike Zimmer era. Uh, hopefully. We, you know, we can actually talk about a deep playoff run because remember, we started the year after the championship game. Yeah, I guess our best year was the Saints win. Yep. Two years ago? Is that two years ago? Three years ago. Three years ago. Three seasons we, ago, yeah. We got destroyed by the Niners. The year before that? Yep. No, no the, year two years before the, that. the year we beat the Saints. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. What am I yeah. talking about? We've only made the playoffs once with Kirk. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, Kevin O'Connell, Rams offensive coordinator, also a Super Bowl champion. Since we've talked to you, the Rams won the Super Bowl. Matthew Stafford, greatest quarterback in the history of football. Uh, Legend. I, I, you got to put him up there. I saw someone on ESPN had him as their number three quarterback in the NFL right now. That is ridiculous. Uh, it's ridiculous. It, it's a great list. Uh, <laughs> I forget who's on it, but I know Patrick Mahomes was not on it, so I think it's a great list. <laughs> Well, he had a bad, he had a bad game. You know, get him off there. We'll talk about the, you know that another time. But yeah, Kevin O'Connell won a Super Bowl. We had to wait a long time. People, Viking fans were panicking a little bit. I was uh, just listening to Dan Barrero on my way in, and he had Kevin O'Connell on. Oh yeah, and he Dan Barrero actually brought that up. He's like, "Were you aware?" Like everyone over here was like, "Oh, you know, if McVay leaves." Uh, is O'Connell going to stay? And he said he was not aware any of those shenanigans were going Oh, really? On. Yep. <laughs> He's not deep into the Vikings Twitter world? No, no. Sean McVay's so. going to retire. They're going to hire O'Connell. And then we're just sitting there like, fuck. Yeah, that's the deep dark. We're like, hey, Harbaugh, uh, <laughs> we're sorry. It's the, the deep dark uh, state of the Minnesota Vikings. They don't have a coach. Ex- They're sitting in purgatory. They, you know, they don't know where to go. It's been a fitting end to a... Or I guess start to the year. Um, so yeah, I guess last time we did a podcast, uh, we talked about Harbaugh. So that came and went. He visited. And, and then, left. And left. And it sounds like we basically decided to hire Kevin O'Connell over him. Yes. It wasn't, from all the reporting, it wasn't like Harbaugh was duping us or trying to get more money from Michigan. It sounds like this dude thought he had the job because he's Jim Harbaugh. And yep. he was like, I'm just going to go get that job. Uh, and it sounded like uh, Quasey was talking about how when they interviewed Kevin, it just felt natural. Yeah. Uh, which doesn't really surprise me. Mm-hmm. And I can see like that impression because didn't we interview Harbaugh two days later? In person it was, yeah. The in-person vi- visit was two days later. Yeah. It was like that Wednesday or Tuesday or whatever. So like, I mean, you've got that on in the back of your mind like, all right, like, We've got somebody who feels natural, and do I you really want to force Jim Harbaugh here? Like, all right, yeah, we and we probably were going to hire him. Who? Jim Harbaugh. Why and do you think that? I mean, uh, my theory is we liked Kevin O'Connell. That was our guy, but it's Jim fucking Harbaugh. You're not not gonna let him like visit. Yeah, but unless he like really, it sounded like he really had to convince ownership 
maybe Kwese, I don't know, the, the whole crew, that he was like the right guy. And I just think they were kind of like, no, we do really want to go in the, the direction of And yeah, I we just wonder, going. like they say like something happened at three o'clock. Yeah. And like, I don't know if like everything was going well and all of a sudden it was like, wait a second, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe this whole thing of like collaboration isn't going to work with Jim. Well, I mean like we, t- with, we were talking about Josh McDaniels early on in the coaching search and I was saying like, you know, Gerard Mayo, I don't remember if we were on the D'Amico Ryan trains yet, but I think it was Gerard Mayo was our yeah. guy. But I kept doing like that meme where you're peeking, you know, you got, you're walking with the girlfriend and you're looking at the other one. And it's like, there's all these red flags on Josh McDaniels, but I was still like, that's kind of interesting. Oh. I feel like that was kind of similar to Jim Harbaugh. The whole thing <coughs> they talked about was kind of like a young, you know, fresh ideas, collaborative, you know, willing to, you know, work with players and be, kind of like that in the more new age. And then all of a sudden Jim Harbaugh came along and it was like everything we said we wanted, but it's Jim Harbaugh. Like, are we going to throw everything away? We kind of were like aiming for not everything, not like he can't do some of that stuff, but he's definitely more hard nosed, like a little little more old school, a little more old school and just less. I mean, the way he had ended in San Francisco isn't a, a great, you know, review of his ability to collaborate. Not that it was all his fault, but like it didn't end well. And it sounds like he kind of, there was friction between him and the front office and stuff. So it's like, I kind of get why it was like, yeah, Jim Harbaugh, that, that, you know, he's a good coach, three title games in four years. Like you bring him in, visit, see how he seems. And they're like, no, we still really like what happened with Kevin O'Connell in the in-person interview. Yeah. So, I mean, it's good to know, at least from the reporting that we didn't like desperately want Harbaugh and he like, just was like, nah, go fuck yourself. Because yeah. that'd be a little bit of an embarrassment. And for a little bit there, it kind of felt like that. Like, we're going to get Jim Harbaugh. Holy shit. And then all of a sudden, it's like, he's going back to Michigan. I was like, oh my God. We just got screwed. Yeah. But it doesn't sound like that's the case at all. Sounds like they got the guy they wanted. Yeah. And I'm, I don't know. Jim Harbaugh just signed like, a, or he's going to get like $7 million next year. So yeah. he got he's going to get his raise. Yeah. He still has like a pretty low buyout, though. I mean, I like how he goes back to Michigan and he's just like, oh, it's not going to happen ever again, guys. <laughs> no, it was a one-time thing. It's like bullshit. You wanted that job. He probably wanted to get paid a ton. He might be, he wanted some more control than Kevin O'Connell. I don't know. Who knows what it is, but they seemed like they were locked in and then it was like, well, it's Jim Harbaugh. Let's, let's at least, you know, check it out. We're not, we would be foolish not to at least bring him in here. So, um, our boy D'Amico just, just said, nah, I'm good. Yeah. He turned us down. Jim Harbaugh didn't turn us down. D'Amico Ryan's legend that just le- said, no, thank you. That was a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, you know, dead to me. Well, ho- hope the Niners go up in flames. I mean, I don't know if, if that was a, like, I don't like. I, what I think it was is he knew he was the, the Rooney Rule interview. Because then all of a sudden Patrick Graham's interview popped up. Yeah. I think true. he was like, these dudes are locked into either Jim Harbaugh or Kevin O'Connell. And he's like, I'm not, I'm, I mean, he, what did he claim? Like, he's like, I'm not ready quite yet. Like, I want to like get, you know, coach a little yeah. more before I come a head coach, but who knows why are you even screwing around in the beginning then? Cause he didn't want a ring. Is that, that's what it is. <laughs> he wants to win a, a ring with Kyle Shanahan before yep. he becomes a head coach. That's exactly it. Well, I mean, Kevin O'Connell won a ring, so beat D'Amico. That's true. That's um, true. That was, uh, I don't know. We got Kevin O'Connell. It's pretty sweet. KOC, King Kwesi, 
We like uh, so defensive staff. We got Ed Donatel. Yeah, Donatel is the D coordinator. Wes Phillips. We haven't hired any of him yet. Oh, that's right. OC is still open. Yeah, Donatel. So Donatel was the Broncos DC the last few years with Fangio. Basically, it's a Fangio guy, which is always great. Um, I feel like I see a lot of people like big opinions on the coaches. It's like fuck cares. Honestly, the Andre Patterson thing, like people are like basically in tears because we lost him. It's like. Glad he's got him. Get yeah, out of here. First off, wildly overrated. Like, just, I, I don't know where it was created that he's, like, the greatest coach that's ever, like, graced the defensive line ever. It, I, it's weird. I, I understand the players loved him. And he did help, I guess, develop Daniel Hunter. Although, I'm pretty sure Daniel Hunter was going to be really fucking good regardless. Have you seen Daniel Hunter? Yeah. Um, but he's an alien. It, there's other D-line coaches out there that I'm sure the other teams think are very good. Calm down. It's a D-line coach. And also, he was a Zimmer's main dude. He was co-defensive coordinator of it, one of the league's worst defenses. Yeah, let's not forget the run defense just completely forgot how to like stop anybody. And it wasn't like his defense alignment were like getting a bunch of sacks. A lot of it was the Zimmer blitzes getting a lot of sacks. So I, I just, like, I, Vikings Twitter was in an uproar when it sounded, it's because it sounds like Patterson wanted to stay. Okay. And they were like, no, we're good. You can... You can leave. You can go look for another job. There was no way anyone on Zimmer's defensive staff was saying, "Like, what? What well, would be the point? Well, yeah, what I are we doing here? Say, like, the, why would you want any of those guys? Yeah, back? you want to blame Zimmer for everything, but then be like, well, Andre Patterson, though. Whew, did you see DJ Wanham's four sacks or whatever? He had six. Too, to be fair. Um, so yeah, he he was gone. They brought in like Chris Rumpf, but like people are like, oh, that's a downgrade. It's like, how the fuck do you know? You know Chris Rump? Sounds like an upgrade to me. Yeah, it's he's like not I'm not a Zimmer guy. <laughs> who knows? Like, yeah, I'm sure he's solid. I don't know. Who? I don't know. I feel like that dude's solid. I, like, like you said. I mean, I believe he spent most of his career in college, but that doesn't mean he's a bad coach. Like, there's plenty of really good coaches in college. Yeah. Well, it's just again, like someone's the, the even the running backs guy we got. You know? Oh, from the Broncos. Yeah, everyone's it's like, who, do you even know? Like, who the hell knows who these guys are? Every coach came from being an assistant or, you know, something. Like, if someone was like, oh, we got, we didn't get Vic Fangio, we got Vic Fangio's right hand guy. Great. Okay. Vic Fangio didn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, and also it's like Vic Fangio was someone's right hand guy back in the day. Isn't that just how, like, coaching trees work? Yeah, that's like, how are it we, goes. Are, we, are, are yeah. we upset that we got Kevin or uh, Sean McVay's right hand guy? Yeah, we're not happy about it. Okay. I don't know. Like, like what? Do you want. Do you want somebody's like both hands? Do you, do you just want Strong that Strong opinions on assistant coaches. <laughs> I understand if you had one on, like a, on an offensive coordinator or defense coordinator. Guys we've heard of. Like if we hired Daryl Bevel, I'd have been like, oh. God damn it. Fucking Daryl Bevel. And I'm pretty sure he got a job somewhere. Trevor Lawrence? Yeah, Trevor. Jags? No, he just was. Oh, yeah. He was there a little bit ago. No, I think he's. No, he was there last year. He went somewhere and it wasn't very impressive. Like, like, at least we've seen these guys. But to be like Chris Rumpf, oh yeah, let me let me tell you how that's a bad hire. How the hell would you know who the hell Chris Rump? All we're gonna do is look at his Wikipedia and go, oh cool, he came from, you know, whatever school. Let's hey, let's wait and find out. His kid is in the NFL, so why are we upset? Like clearly, there's some good NFL blood there. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Quality ball player. I mean, at least we got rid of. All the, the sons of coaches on our staff. Yeah, there's yeah. hardly any nepotism uh, going on right now. He is the G- Miami Dolphins. Dolphins. Quarterbacks coach and passing game coordinator. Ooh. So, like, yeah, like I've, we've seen Daryl Bevel. 
He's been around. Maybe you don't like his offense. Maybe you don't like, you know. Then the you can Jays have offense nice... got better after he stopped calling wasn't plays he, last year. Wasn't he interim head coach? Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Daryl Bevel. Great job with Brett Favre, you know. It that's wasn't Favre. It wasn't Favre, though. It was Daryl Bevel. But, yeah, that's, like, why Bevel keeps getting a job is because of that Brett Favre year. Like, everyone remembers him from, like, the Brett Favre year. Yeah. Well, he wasn't anything more... His, the best thing Daryl Bevel did was be like a buffer between Shoulders and Favre. Because I don't think those two liked each other. Um, we got a bunch of other coaches. We don't have an OC yet. We kept Keenan McCardell. Yeah, that's, see, that's the, the one. one. That's the biggest one. Andre fucking Patterson. Who gives a fuck? Get rid of that guy. Keenan McCardell. Now, that's a keeper. you know, And that makes sense. He's a, he only been on the staff for one year. He was from the offensive side of the ball. Like, that makes total sense to me. I think the, actually the biggest loss, in my opinion, Ryan Ficken. Absolutely. Like, when, when he because, took the Chargers job, I was like, wait, why are we letting him leave? Yeah. Like, and also, like, it, it, it makes, again, it makes sense that Andre Patterson would leave. Zimmer guy. Zimmer defense. You've you got to purge that. That's got to go. Ryan Ficken, though, was just, he's been, he's around. been around longer than Zimmer was around. Nope. You know, he's like a Stefanski guy who made it through multiple coaching staff. So that's the biggest bummer to me would be losing Ryan Ficken, oh. who I thought did a great job with special teams after Maloof. Oh. Maloofed it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, botch job. Yep. So, Him and then uh, people were also a little upset about, uh, like, Andy Janico. Yeah, I mean, guys that have been around. I just, again, when you're bringing in a Kevin O'Connell, like, I, I think you got to clear most of that out. Like he's a quarterbacks guy. He's an offensive coordinator. Like, you know, do you really need to keep a bunch of the front office intact, which yep. is fine by me because I don't really know what they do. Yeah. Well, and it made sense because we brought in a guy who came from more of like the data and all this stuff. So he's like, well, good. I'll keep these scouts around. They could give me that input. You know, I'm not a yeah. scout. So, uh, but uh, but Did beyond I... the field product, like absolutely, you know, got a clean house, like. Don't want any of that like Zimmer smell on this team. What What do you think would happen if you just kept Andre Patterson on staff? That seems so weird to me. To like, it, you don't think there'd be some friction there? I don't know. Like, I would it, think here's so. this guy that all the players like because the players they did like him, which I think is what gets him a lot of people, you know, media and all the all the fans like, oh, Andre Patterson, he's gonna teach Patrick Jones how to be a star because he's done it like you know with Daniel Hunter, I guess. I don't know. The, the whole thing bothered me. People were really upset. Like, oh, this Kevin O'Connell takes a big L for me. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why do you keep uh, dragging Patrick Jones' name through the mud? <laughs> <laughs> not an impact player this year. I'm sorry. I, but it's not his fault. That was Andre Patterson's fault. He, they, he, he drafted a ball of clay. And he didn't do anything with it. She's it's like every, every single episode, I feel like you're dragging <laughs> Patrick Jones through the mud. I own his jersey. <laughs> I'm not. Hey, maybe uh, Chris Rumpf can turn it around. He Does Patrick will. Jones fit a 3 4? I don't think he fits it as good. No, not as well. No. Yeah. But, you know, third down pass rusher. Yeah, run. I mean, they did say, like, what's his name? Kevin McConnell was like, yeah, we're going to we'll, have... We, we'll have, like, multiple fronts, it sounded like. That's what he said. He yeah. said multiple fronts. He said, yeah, our base will be a three-man front, but you're in nickel, like, 80% of the time, and then you're basically a four-down, two linebackers. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there'll be hopefully... I mean, there's going to be some guys that don't fit that are probably going to be getting the boot, but we'll see. I mean, Patrick Jones, just a long line of guys Andre Patterson stood on the table for and never developed. I mean, let's be honest. In one year, man! <laughs> Third round pick, you got to be on the field making plays, and I didn't see it. 
wasn't his fault he was drafted in the third. Wasn't he a fourth round pick? I think he was a third. I think he was like a comp third. Huh? Third? No. I think you're right. I think he was a fourth. He, he might a be fourth. a third though. I think he was a third. I don't know. We'll look it up. We'll, we'll get yeah. on Google. Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, we took him. I bought his jersey, and it didn't go well for me. So that's all I have to say about it. Whose uh, jersey did I get this year? Oh, Mond. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, didn't go mind. well for me either. No, no, no. That's on, that's on Andre Patterson, too. You know, <laughs> you can't fuck that up. Uh, Andre, At no point were those purchases on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Andre Patterson owes me a fucking refund, okay? Uh, um, we're going to New York. Honestly, we're going to go knock on his door. I'm Zimmer should him. not have been fired. It was just Andre Patterson. Not <laughs> Adam Zimmer, great guy. Uh, third round pick, 90th overall was Patrick Jones. Absolutely should have, you know, been molded by... Andre Patterson and Mike Zimmer. They Carl Dunbar, better defensive sense. line coach. Oh, I mean, it, I think people credit, and I, I know this is a lot on uh, me just ripping on Andre Patterson, but I think people credit all the way back to like Brian Robeson and Everson Griffin and you know Ray Edwards. Andre Patterson was not here. He didn't show up until Zimmer showed up. All those, all that long line of great. That's fucking Rick Spielman. That's who that is. Yeah, that's just that's plucking guys out of the fourth round. Brian Robeson, Ray Edwards, Daniel in the third, Everson Griffin in the fourth, Stephen Weatherly in the seventh. We're not crediting any of that to Andre Patterson. To coach Shamar Stephen. That one we'll give to Andre. He can have Shamar. <laughs> Big fundamental. Uh, anyways, we got a couple holes still. Offensive coordinator, linebackers coach. Quarterbacks coach? No, we got a quarterbacks coach, Chris yeah. O'Hara. Yep. Who I have no clue that is. But we got Wes Phillips coming in to interview, or probably already has, I don't know. Uh that's Wade Phillips' kid, but he's on the offensive side. I think he was the quarterbacks coach slash pass game coordinator for the Rams. I thought he was tight ends coach. You're right. Slash you kn- yeah. Pass. Weird title. Tight yep. ends coach slash pass game coordinator. You know who that reminds me of? Pat Shermer. Oh, oh yeah. He was tight ends for us. Yep. Nope. What an ascend for him. Tight ends, then OC, then coaching coach. Giants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, that that original Mike Zimmer staff was pretty good. Well, Sperano. Uh, I don't know. Shermer. Norv. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. at the time, yeah. I, you know, all these higher Norv's boy, there. Scott. You know, he's an OC. Uh, he was a uh, quarterback's coach, I believe, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think he was. Um, and then we're also bringing in Thomas Brown, who is the assistant head coach slash running backs coach. Yes. For the Rams, so I, th- you know, you're probably gonna get one or the other, but lots- I think the only way to get them both would be to name Thomas Brown the run game coordinator, and then name Slash Wes Phillips. Head coach. But no, so you already have an assistant head coach, Mike Pettin. I don't know he if you can have be two- assistant to the head coach. See, I, I, but is it a promotion if you if he goes from assistant head coach slash running backs coach? To run game coordinator. I have no idea. I don't either. But if it is, do that and then give Wes Phillips the offensive coordinator job. Boom. You yep. just you just poached two McMore McVeighs. We've basically just just ravaged his staff. They blocked us on our uh, the defensive backs coach we want to interview. You see that? Oh no. Man, McVeigh blocked us. He's getting pissed. Kevin O'Connell's poaching him, poaching these guys left and right. They're all leaving the ship. McVeigh's just gonna quit. I mean, I would too. Champion. Um, and we did actually almost have Deshae Townsend, and then he just changed his mind. Yeah, what a jerk. Yeah. They gave him a defensive, what is it called? I guess pass. Game. It was pass game coordinator. But for defense. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't see that. Slash D backs coach. Yeah, slash D backs coach. So I was looking at the Rams staff to be like, okay, 
did they have a run game coordinator, a pass game coordinator, and a OC? And they didn't. They had an OC, Kevin O'Connell, and then they had a pass game coordinator, Wes Phillips, but no run game coordinator. We already have a pass game coordinator. I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah. No. Who is that? Do we? Yeah, yeah, O'Shea. O'Shea got that title? Yeah, isn't he assistant head coach slash? Let me pull it up. We're really yeah. good at this. What? What what are they doing here? Oh, that's the Rams. I was looking at the... Uh, I thought uh, they had given us Wes Phillips already. Oh. Run game coordinator. Curtis Modkins already has run game coordinator. Really? He's running backs in run game. Okay, so new plan. New plan. Wes Phillips. Pass game coordinator. Thomas Brown. Offensive coordinator. That's definitely a promotion. But yeah. Wes Phillips wouldn't be a promotion. No, it wouldn't. Hmm. Maybe we're not getting them both. Thomas Brown, Rooney Rule interview. It's a shame. It's a sham. Brian Flores, not happy about it. A lot of sham interviews going on out there. Bill Belichick texting the wrong Brian's. Oh, ooh, that's not good. It's <sighs> good stuff. Um, okay, I mean, how do you feel about Kevin O'Connell? I, I love it. I mean, if we weren't getting John Mayo and we weren't getting Demeco Ryans and we weren't getting Jim Harbaugh, you know, O'Connell was the guy I wanted. Yeah, it's the guy we wanted all along after those other guys, yeah. you know? He was our number one target after, after those, those other guys. guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah Which, obviously. you know, he, he was our number one target, yeah. and that's that's all that matters. Was there an offensive coach? I mean, I guess Harbaugh's an offensive coach, but like... No, I don't They were all kind of just in a pile. I mean, I definitely wanted O'Connell more than Kellen Moore, Byron Leftwich. Maybe, I guess, most of the offensive guys. I think we, I liked McDaniel. I guess oh, yeah, we like almost McDaniels, as much yeah. as O'Connell. Yeah. So it's it's interesting. The McDaniels and the Harbaugh, it's definitely like a home run oh, I was swing. even talking Mike McDaniel. Oh, I, I didn't want that guy. I mean, I liked his, his interviews and stuff. I thought they were kind of funny. I didn't think he'd get a job. I'm surprised. I don't know. But I would have gotten O'Connell over him. Yeah. Josh McDaniels. Oh, uh, yeah. No, guy. yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we got our guy. We got our guy. Number one choice. Number one choice. Like, you know, King Quessy. We and, trust King Quessy. And, like, Jefferson's excited. You know, he's finally got a... Uh, Offensive-style um, head coach. No. Kirk, it sure sounds like he's going to be around. All the reports. Kevin O'Connell said, you know, he's under contract. I'm excited to coach him. And then Quessy said, we're going to build a team around him. So, guessing extension's coming. Yeah, I would think so. Um, and then... So buckle up, Kirk haters. Yeah, another year, Kirk. It's going to be a couple more. Unless you trade him. Yeah, I don't think we will. I don't either. I think um, we're going to extend him, and you're going to have a couple more years of Kirk. That's, he's a really good quarterback. I so, I mean, we talk about Kirk a lot, so we won't get into it, but the guy's really good at football, so it's like not a bad thing to have a good quarterback on your team. Again, I bet you most of these candidates saw Kirk as a positive. Oh, I already have a top 10 10-ish quarterback. I don't need to worry about that spot. I'm not getting Tua. I'm not getting, you know, I don't like the Texans. What a fucking disaster that was. Ended up with Lovey Smith. Oh, yeah. Holy smokes. Wow. You want to talk about a bad organization. That's laughable. Uh, how do you feel about Ryan Grigson? Sure. Don't, doesn't bother me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, old, old Colts fella. Um I think it, it works Another out. Another voice in the room? Yeah, and he's more of a scout side again. You oh. know, bringing a guy that's a little old school to go with your new school GM. Oh. 
Mike Pettin. Sure. Assistant um, head coach. I mean, I think we're both yeah. a little bit happy that he's not the DC. Yeah. Absolutely. He's more of in that Dom Capers, Paul Gunther role of like, hey, let me just help out. Yeah, Maybe my, help Kevin O'Connell being a former head coach. He can kind of help him a little bit. Yeah. And like, you know, sure, he didn't do a good job as a head coach, but like that knowledge is just as valuable as like a winning knowledge. Yeah. You bring in Mike Pettin and he'll tell you exactly what not to do. Exactly. You know, he knows how like, to yo, do Yo, no, terrible. no, no. I tried to do this, and it, that didn't go over well in the <laughs> He's like, room. I don't know what you should do, Kevin, but don't do this, <laughs> yeah. okay? Don't coach the Browns. I brought, I, brought a, I brought a book. There's no time to read. Oh, no, no. It's not for me. <laughs> I wrote it, actually. <laughs> Here you go. You're going to want to read this. Uh, it's just, yeah, Mike Patton. It's not going to excite anyone, but I do like that he brought a former head coach on staff. I think it's it's always it's always seems like a good idea. Um, all right, anything else on the coaching hire? Any other notes on that, or should we get into our off season checklist? Uh, no, I think we can kind of get into our off season checklist. Just let me double check, but yeah, I got nothing else, you know. So should we just? Uh, I got a kind of a, a rough draft. Every year we do our kind of our what do the Vikings need to do to, I guess, fill the holes. Fill the holes and uh, field a competitive I, I, team. I, I, yeah, I was just gonna say that. Yeah, because it's definitely not like here's our what they should do to tear it apart and tank. Which you know, I'm sure someone could argue they would prefer to do that. And like maybe at some point in time, maybe that will be our checklist one that year. Will be, I don't yeah. feel like this is the year for it. And partly that's because I feel like Kirk is staying. I feel like it's you know one of the main reasons I don't want to do that is because I don't want Justin Jefferson to get unhappy and leave. We need to keep this my, man happy. In my opinion, if you were to tank, that is the man that you should want to trade. Because that is the guy who's going to net you the most value out of anyone. Yeah, I just I don't know why you trade young players. No, I well, I mean, the the Dolphins did it. They traded Minka Fitzpatrick his rookie year. Yeah. Or the year after. The year yeah, after his rookie no, year, I think. Or maybe did. it was his rookie year. Well, maybe the year after. They Anyways. also paid their coach to lose, so a different they strategy. They tried to. Different, yeah, they yeah. tried to. Brian allegedly. Flores, allegedly. Brian Flores is a stand-up man and said, no, thank you. Allegedly. Okay, allegedly. Allegedly, he paid him to lose. Yes. Ziggy's like, I never try to lose. We could have literally the worst team ever, and he's like, we're going to be competitive. Look what I have built. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> look, at, look, at my, look at my investment. <laughs> Ryan said I would get uncomfortable sitting like this, and I doubted him. But oh yeah, I told you, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta adjust. Um, okay, so number one thing on the checklist. Well, get rid of. We already got the GM. We got the coach. Let's get to roster moves. Okay, are we going to start offense to defense? Right, I'm going to start at the quarterback. Okay, so we'll start offense to defense. Kirk Cousins. I think you got two options. State them. Trade them for a haul, or extend them. Okay. Like that's the check mark. You got to do one or the other. There's. Oh, so you're asking me what? I mean, or are you just saying like that's that's just that's just it? Trading. And, here's mean, what I'm saying. Trading him for a, a, a second round pick. I, that's a terrible. Absolutely. You know, that doesn't check the box no. for me. That's not you know it. But it, that kind of gives you down two different paths. You'd almost have like. You'd almost have two different. That, yeah, that is. Yeah. That's com- like I'm gonna have. So let's burn the trade tracks. one. We're just gonna we're gonna we're gonna not worry about that. Yeah. Extend Kirk, lower his cap hit. Yep. 100%. That, item number one on the to do list. I think that's gonna come sooner rather than later. Yeah, I I think so. 
Um, it doesn't sound like he's ready to take a team-friendly deal, but that doesn't mean you can't like push money into like future years and mm. lower his cap hit. Mm. You think he's going to take a team-friendly deal? Well, I Paul think, Allen certainly doesn't. I don't think he will. I just think he should. I think he owes us money. Refund on some of that contract? Absolutely. I paid him for playoffs, and I got one, damn it. Yeah, that's that's true. He's, you know, but he's, I don't know, I don't know what to tell you. If the man Here's was on the open is. market, he'd get a lot of fucking money. I know, and that's how we got him. We had to give him a lot of money to come here. His short contracts, too, it's just no matter what, you can't ever really lower his cap hit that much. But you, it's 45 now. You could get it down to 30 and open up 15 million in cap space, which gets us probably like around even. Um, and for those of you who don't think you can win with a $45 million cap hit, the Rams just did it. Jared Goff plus Matthew Stafford was $44.7 million. Hey, and don't forget, I think I, what I saw was Jared Goff and Todd Gurley yep. was like $67 million. They had like a huge chunk of their cap of just dead money. They're paying people not to play for them. Yep. So... They definitely backloaded a bunch of their deals, so like it's it's not going to get as. It helps that Detroit's paying a bunch of Stafford's bonus money, though. Like now, Matthew Stafford's contract's not that bad, unless they do some like extension or something. But yeah, they literally had a forty-five million dollar cap hit on their quarterback position this year and won the Super Bowl. Not that I want to go into next year with Kirk making forty-five million dollars. No, but you're just saying, you know, Super Bowls can be won. Yeah, with a forty-five million dollar cap hit. At the quarterback. It would help to have Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Yes. Because I think the offenses and, are comparable. And, and Cooper Cobb. Oh, yeah. But we have Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, I didn't let you finish. Yeah. So get get some good players on defense. Um, so, yeah, that's checklist number one. Extend Kirk. I guess I'm not even going to go offensive defense. Okay. I'm going to say number two, extend Daniel Hunter. Yes, I also agree. And I don't even – Kirk, if we traded him and got a haul for him – Two firsts, I'm happy. If we trade Daniel Hunter, I'm just not happy at all. 100%. I Unless do, we got I like do. five firsts, but like a realistic offer, even if it's a first form, I'm not happy about that. Yeah, I, I do not like the idea of trading Daniel Hunter. I don't get it. It's bizarre to me. And also, his contract is is completely made to just rework. His, his cap hit this year is like $25 million. The year after, it's like eight. Like you you could just restructure that completely and not even not even extend him and you you could drop his cap hit by like ten million dollars. I say give him a new deal. I think he's a fantastic player. Yeah, and I tear up the old him. one and give yep. him a nice new five six year contract. Sign him up. So you restructure Kirk or extend him. You restructure Hunter or extend him. Now you got some money to play with. Where do you got to fill some holes now? Offense first. Yeah, offense. Hold, first. hold on, the dog's upset. Um, you talk I, offense. So I think. The first part on the offensive side of the checklist then would be to uh, replace one of your interior offensive linemen, be it Garrett Bradbury or who is starting at the end of the Oliudo? season. Oliudo. Um, yeah, I was thinking when I was doing the list, it's like, do I say both? And I just don't think that's realistic. Like, I really think they're going to stick with Bradbury. I do too. For one more year. Let him fish out. So, like, like you said, replace one of them. My guess is, let's get a new right guard. No, you know? I, I, if we add if a new do, starting interior guy. Yeah, I, I think if you do just want to call it, uh, just replace Ali Udo. 
Yeah, I, I get a real right guard. Yeah. Ole Udo, real that didn't right work. Guard. No, he was a tackle, moved to right guard. He's not either. Uh, he's, he's just not he's just not coordinated. Football, he, he's really. a big body that doesn't do anything. So yeah, I completely agree. Let's let's upgrade the right guard position. No, upgrade right guard, and yeah, like you know, Mason Cole, Garrett Bradbury, they can fight for center. Yeah, I feel like if you had a good right guard, I'm not saying Bradbury would be good, but I don't think it would be the end of the world. To have he would have some help in like pass protection and yeah. shit like that. He doesn't have to worry all the time about the guy next to him. And the poor guys played it with D- Dakota Dozier, uh, Drew Samia. Remember that? Ooh, no, that, that was the one. The one time. The one time. Was that it? One game? I thought so. Oh, I thought he got a few games before we finally put. Uh, who did we end up putting in Ezra? Yeah, and then Ezra flipped last year, so Udo could move from tackle to guard. I thought I thought we just had to deal with Samia the one that game Seahawks game. No, I think that it, was against Indianapolis, the DeForest Buckner game. Oh no, then Samia played more than one game. Oh, Samia okay. played that Seattle game. Oh, that's horrible. right. The announcers were a little like, "Oh, this guy's gonna get this guy out of here." Like he he looks like he's, he's gonna get someone hurt. Yeah, literally, he's gonna get Kirk fucking mauled. Uh, okay, so yeah, and didn't Cook get hurt that game? Who? Someone hurt Cook this year. Ole Udo hurt him. Yeah, jerks. And fumbled for a touchdown, too. Yeah, a bu- bunch of jerks. They don't know how to play right guard. They don't like it. So, yeah, that would yeah, be... Yeah, that was against the Niners, wasn't it? No. No, that was... Ooh, it might have been. I think it might have been. Yeah. We're, the we're game well, came out of hand the minute that play happened. I think that was the Niners. Um, okay, offense after that. I feel I like there's nothing major... No, I mean you could get you you could start to get fancy with it and say you know um, replace Tyler Conklin. That was the only one I could think of is like the number two tight like end running back set. You got Madison, uh, uh, Kane, and Cook. I mean it, you're stacked. Yep. Receivers: Jefferson, Thielen, KJ Osborne, Amir Smith, Marset looked pretty good in that last week. Ola BC Johnson's going to come back from IR. I that that, that spot's pretty loaded. I. Ha- and unless we convert uh, C.J. Ham to maybe a tight end too, I don't really know if there's a spot for him in in the offense. Well, what's interesting is the Rams don't use a fullback at all. Yeah. So like, are they just going to ditch it, or are they going to go more of the Kyle Shanahan route? But Uchex is just so much more dynamic than Ham. I bet you Ham might be on the way out. Yeah. And also the second tight end, like, yeah, would I like to re-sign Tyler Conklin? Sure, but. The second tight end does not play that much. It's three wides most of the time. It's going to be a and ton of KJ like, Osborne. I feel like Conklin's going to get about like a six mil, five, six million dollar deal. I mean, he's not. He pissed he's not stats us. were pretty solid. I got to shut this door. All right, um, but I don't think. Besides that, like I don't think we really have to get fancy with it because then you also go have to go like, you know, bring in another quarterback because I don't know. I'd like to have at least another decent one for training camp with. Kellen Bond. Yeah, like all that's like minor stuff. Yeah. You know, and like I don't bring really in some think, depth players. Yeah, it doesn't it really, actually doesn't like move the knee a little. Yeah, and that's not really like you don't need that to it's, have that's a not, successful. Yeah, season. it's not a checklist item. No, you know, fine bonus. But I think the only thing on offense is right guard. Yeah. Which is cr- fucking crazy. Like the offense is ready to go. Yeah, two tackles for the next four years at least. Yeah, I think people, you know, Ezra seems solid. Receivers deep. Irv Smith should be back healthy. I mean, I think that's partly why, you know, someone like Kevin O'Connell is like, okay, like this team can be competitive because I have a what could be a top five offense if it's ran better. Yeah. And I just get that defense to like mediocre. 
It's a playoff team. So uh, also works out well because our defense has a lot more holes that there's only like one obvious hole. Can Wyatt Davis be that guy? I'd like to think so. I mean, didn't get any playing time. You see Chris Thomason was like talking to him about oh. like the new coach. It's like, why did you pick Wyatt Davis to call up? That dude, that Chris Thomason guy is like wild. But he, Wyatt Davis was like, yeah, I'm, I'm I mean, training Zimmer doesn't hard. like rookies, so it makes yeah. sense. I feel like that might have been part of why he was trying to talk to Wyatt Davis. Like, hey, do you think you're going to get a chance or something? So, mm. I mean, that he's one possibility. He was also a third-round pick, a, a Grapes favorite, you know. Oh. Last un- year, last offseason was the offseason of grapes, and we saw how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, Andre Patterson ruined it. That's a shame, you know. He just didn't develop those players like he said he was going to. Uh, all right, so let's go to the defense side of the ball. Yeah. We'll start. Um, start. Where do you want to start? I'm going to start with um, acquire an impact player on the front seven. Okay, so just more of a broad, and yeah, and I don't, and that is like draft one in the first or second, or bring one in free agency. Sign one that's like legit. Yeah, like yeah. I think I think we need another impact player in the front seven, and I don't, I don't think it really matters whether it's on the defensive uh, line or at linebacker. I think we need some impact players to add a little more juice to that defense, and yeah. I think it all starts out front. Our impact players at this point, is really down to, like, Daniil Hunter and, I guess, Kendricks? I, would you consider him impact? No, not really. It's, I think, to me, it's almost just Daniel Hunter at this point. I think it's Hunter and, like, you know, Harrison Smith is half a one because he can still, like, yeah. he's he's really the only other guy who will, like, make a play. Yeah. It's just, like, yeah, I just think the guy's getting older. Like, like, you, like you said, you got to add some new blood. You got to add, like, a... Like I was saying, a Ramsey Donald, maybe not to that level because those guys are like Hall of Fame talents, but like another Daniel Hunter type. But you know, you go back our defense five years ago, they were everywhere. Rhodes was shutting people down. Harrison Smith was in his prime. Kendrick's Barr were both awesome. You know, we had Griffin, Hunter. It all kind of fell apart. Linval. Linval, yeah. Even, you know, Trey Wins wasn't an impact player, but he was a solid player. Um, it's all dwindled down to like Just an guys. injured Daniel Hunter and an old Harrison Smith. And an older, and a older, banged up Eric Kendricks, you know. Oh. So yeah, I I agree, and I like that because, like Edge, I want an Edge, but like you said, it's got to be an impact guy. Like if you're just gonna get a random bomb, like Wanham can be a random bomb. Yeah. Um, Kenny Willikies, can he play on the side, or is he gonna play on the on the? Like, I don't know where he's gonna play. I don't know, and like it doesn't have to be you know an Edge. Mm-hmm. It can even be like a sweet, could be Akeem Hicks. You know, bringing him in, whether, you know, play nose tackle, three tech, whatever. Yeah. I, I, I kind of like the guys we have on the lineup. No, that's fine, too. Like, I, also, I don't know if I'd call Akeem Hicks at this point of his career like an impact guy. I would like to sign that's him. That's true. I guess I he know. is like 32 now, yeah. isn't he? Um, yeah. I do like if you're looking at our new, like, if it's 3-4, like Pierce can be the nose. Might be a cap casualty, though. Like, he's yeah, the he one guy. He like 10 and a half million. Yeah, he's like the one. Like, last year we had a lot. Like, oh, we just cut Riley Reef. Cut, you know, there was like Rudolph. There was like four or five guys that was like, these guys are gone. Oh. This year, it's kind of like mostly restructured or Michael Pierce. So, but if Pierce stays, Pierce, Tumbleton, Armand Watts. No, I really like nice, that. Yeah. yeah. So then I think you're looking more like edge, which is a great edge class. Yep. And then, or you go like inside linebacker next to Kendricks and you could sign somebody, like you said, or, you know, you could also draft someone in the first round, which could be like, a, like when the Bears took Roquan Smith or, you know, yep. something like that. So I, I like that. Uh, and then I guess the other, like, 
if you get an edge, then I'd almost want to get, you know, some random linebacker to plug that spot. Yeah. You know, doesn't need to be an expensive guy. Honestly, bring Nick Vigil back. He could plug that spot. If you get like bring a Bring Barback for four mil. Yeah. He can plug that spot. I would, I would bar, love to bring Barback. Bar, bar is more of like a traditional 3-4 linebacker. Yeah. Um, Kendricks is a little smaller. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the way Ben goes. Lieber talks, it sounds like he's not really a scheme fit. In a three four defense, I think a lot of times what they say is you you because he's smaller, you want to like cover him up with D linemen, yeah. and there's less D linemen, so it doesn't work as well. But he's so good in coverage that it's, I don't know, it's tough to. It's just in the run game, he's better like working around defenders. Than yeah, trying to running through them, go through blockers. Yep. So if you get an edge defender or not an edge, just any impact front seven, I think your front seven is looking pretty good. So I'd say the next thing on the checklist is really just you need two corners. Yeah. Like, not just one. You need two. And I'd love to almost, like, I don't know, make that a, another impact. I'd love to get, like, two impact players immediately mm-hmm. on that defense. If, like, if possible, you get, like, you know, an impact corner, an impact front seven, and then you fill the other corner with, you know, random vet, you know. Patrick Peterson, per se. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not quite as good. I don't know what he's going to get on the open market. But and then the other front seven guy you add, you know, say you do draft, you know, an edge, and then you just bring back Vigil, you know, like so you've added two impact guys, and then you've got two solid guys, and yeah. I feel like that defense could definitely be mediocre. Yep. So I mean, honestly, is that really? I mean, if you had two impact players and then a couple solid players, I mean, that seems like the checklist doesn't even need and like to be that solid long. players are like you know. You're vet minimum guys. We signed like eight of them last year. You know, Mac Alexander, Sheldon Richardson, Stephen Weatherly, Xavier Nick Woods. Vigil, Xavier Woods. You know, even on offense, D.D. Westbrook came late for like Bashad nothing. Breland. Bashad Breland. I know some of them didn't work out. Some of them did. Like I thought Woods was solid. Sheldon Richardson played well. Nick Vigil was a good signing. Bashad Breland, terrible signing. That guy's a failure. Grape's favorite. Um, <laughs> uh, Weatherly. Actually, probably was an okay signing, and then we traded him at like the worst possible time. Yeah, so, right before Everson. Yeah, uh, Hunter got hurt in Griffin. Marbles. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, good, we get to start. I don't even know who the fuck we started. Wanham and Wanham. Who was the other guy? Wanham. Oh. Wanham and Wanham. Two Wanhams. <laughs> felt like it. Wasn't good. It wasn't good. Um. So like Sheldon Richardson. Oh yeah, that we moved a fucking DT to yep. N. <laughs> If Willikies wasn't hurt, he looked good last game of the year. I mean, Blake Lynch. Blake fucking Lynch, man. God, Troy Die. I'm interested to see Chaz Surratt. They're another third round pick that didn't develop because of Andre Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, if he, like, where does he fit in a 3 4? Edge Probably. or inside? I don't think he fits. He seems small, right? Yeah. He seems like a Kendricks without the talent. Yeah. He's a talented guy. I mean, Devin White's in a 3-4. Could he be Devin White? (laughs) That'd be nice if he could be Devin White. We do have like, like, I feel like that's the end of the checklist. Because someone would say like, oh, you need a safety. I'm comfortable with Cam Bynum being the other starting safety. And we're not like, again, it's not like a deep thing where it's like, well, you know, we have to sign a safety, you know, just for depth purposes. Yeah, I don't like, care. We're not, like, we're not, we'll do that. We'll draft a guy in the fifth yeah. round, whatever it takes. Like, we're talking like the major moves so to what fuel the comp say, is, that, is that four of them? Uh, extend Kirk Cousins. Ex- 
Extend Daniel Hunter. Extend Daniel Hunter. Get a right guard. Get a right guard. Get in. I guess. Get it, two impact players it, on defense. Like, I don't even give a fuck. Like, yep. just, and that's it, it. You can just call that the list. You know? I mean, I guess you could go different where it's like, oh, he get one impact player and four solid guys. You know? But, you know, five's you a wanna, solid list. Yeah, if you want to win, you need to find a way to get two, uh, you know, again, not Jalen Ramsey, not even Daniel Hunter good, but like... Xavier Rhodes prime good. Yeah, like, like guys you think could actually... How do you, How would you... First round, basically... Sign a marquee free agent and draft a guy in the first round for defense. Yeah. Boom. Like, I, I just think that would... And then any other holes you still feel like you have, you know, do you need a nickel back? Okay, maybe you bring Mac back from vet minimum. Never That's fine. Happen. You know what I mean? No? No. Mac's not coming back. Not coming back. Zero Ever chance. Again. That's a Zimmer guy. Zimmer guy. I mean... Yeah, Zimmer guy, I guess. Spielman guy. That's got Spiel. That's got Spielman <laughs> stink on him. <laughs> Every player has Spielman stink on him. It's yeah. all it's wafting all over the team. Get rid of them all. <laughs> yeah, perch the roster. They're all fucking stink. Um, all right, scrap that checklist. You know who it is. You know, you get like a Bryce Callahan. Yeah, that's a Denver guy. You get that, you know, Alexander Johnson or that, uh, who's that Jewel fella? Uh, Josie Jewel. Josie Jewel. See, these are, you, you start per, you start going to get those Donatel guys. Donatel, what's his name? Ed Donatel? Ed Donatello. The... Is an O, is an O on the end of yeah, it? Yeah, the Ninja Turtle. Oh, no shit, huh? <laughs> Fucking no, there, there is no O. Oh, there is no O. Oh, that's a bummer. You really got me all excited. Uh, Ed Donatel, so I was saying it right. Yep. Okay, yeah. I, I mean, he could go pick a couple of those. They know his scheme, guys, and plug him in. And then, you know, yeah, like you said, let's get one stud. Fuck, I don't even care if it's two front seven guys. You you sign a, a stud edge guy and you draft a linebacker in the first round and you fill the corners up with no-name vet guys or, you know. Or Cam Dantzler. Yeah, well, Cam's, Cam's there. I'm locked into Cam. Cam but Dantzler. I need a nickelback and another one because all we got is Cam. Well, what about Harrison Hand? That dude is and Chris Boyd. They have special team right all of them. Plus, they got that Zimmer stink on them. I don't know if you know this. <laughs> that. I don't like that. Uh, that's a that's a that's a Mike and Adam special. This right is there. a concise checklist. I think I like this this year. I think the other years we've maybe got a little long with it. I think I think it's usually a, it's around like five to seven. I think a good off yeah. season. And I think on defense we're going a little more like, however you get there. Yeah. You know, we don't specifically need a, a stud edge. If it happens to be an edge, that's fine. If it happens to be a linebacker, that's fine. If it happens to be a corner, whatever it is. It doesn't have to be an edge unless you do something dumb with Daniel Hunter. Then it has oh, to be. Then an the edge. checklist changes. Yeah, if you you got it, pressure. Yeah, on the and we this checklist might go in a completely different direction. Like if if we were to trade Kirk in like three weeks, like before like his money yeah. kicks in or whatever. Oh, then we have a new checklist. Then, then we're tearing checklist. up the checklist. Or, even like, being Daniel, or even like if Daniel Hunter gets traded, mm-hmm. like, there's going to be a new checklist because yeah. then, you know, I don't, I, that, then I'm tearing up the checklist and I'm, I'm, I'm throwing the team out. That, yeah, personally, like if you trade Daniel Hunter, like what's your plan to get If you trade Daniel Hunter and not Kirk, like it's something's... It's stupid. Trade them both. If you're yeah. going to trade one, trade them both. Yeah. Like I don't... Because I don't, you're not going to be competitive. I don't. Those I are the mean, two guys. Those I mean, are, don't. If you trade Kirk, you don't have to trade Hunter. Like, I mean, let's be. You don't have to, but I. Yeah, that's true. He's young. You uh, could just extend him, keep him around. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Let's, hold not, on. let's not get hold too on, crazy. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> He's still twenty six, turning twenty seven. Like, we still is got he really? Five years. Is he still twenty six? I don't yeah. believe you. I think you're a liar. 
Is he really 26? There's no way. Daniel Hunter's turning 27? Sign him up. What are we doing here? Why are people talking about getting rid of him? I have no idea. Daniel Hunter. He's 26, huh? Is that what you're going with? You bet your life on it? No, not my whole life. He's 27. Okay. Turn 27 in October. So next year he'll basically be 28-ish. Next year he'll be 27 when for, the season starts. For a month and a half and then he'll be 28. <laughs> It'll That's be okay. still very young. And also, have you seen him? I mean, it's an athlete. He'll it's be around free. for only 35. People can argue, oh, he's hurt all the time. But I'm going to stop you right there. Having a torn pec yeah. and something fucked up with your back, nah. two completely different injuries. Yeah, it's not like reoccurring injuries. Yeah, so like, you know. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I would not worry about that. Also, like. I think he just needs to eat more chicken. A lot of, a lot mm. of. I was more talking like, you know, lean meat, you know. You were talking protein, yes. you know. <laughs> Let's, you know, it wasn't a you know, racist joke. That was a protein joke. That was a protein joke. <laughs> Classic protein joke. Um. Yeah, I, I feel like, also, everyone has their warts. So you're going to get rid of Daniel Hunter and then what? Sign some dude that, what, has a perfect bill of health and also is amazing? Like, who's the edge in the Frasian class this year? Is there a good edge? Who's, like, the hot guy? I have no idea. Like, yeah. I... I've looked at Frasians. I don't think there's, like, a, and like a last clowny, year, I guess. I last that year dude was loaded was, with injuries. And, yeah, last year it was, like, Trey Hendrickson, I guess, was the biggest That would have been one. a good one. Yeah. yeah. Which, yeah, no. But that, he was, like, oh, I see... Is he actually good? One year wonder-ish, like really blew up his final season. Solid player his whole career, and then kind of yeah, shot through the moon. Carl Lawson, big free agent signing by the Jets. Towards ACL. Towards ACL. Like, a shit happens. I don't know. Like Football players get hurt. No. If he's that good, keep him. And then you know what you do? You add another one on the other side, and you kill quarterbacks. You know? You know, muscles only, like, you know, tear when you're too strong. Yeah. It's like, these are, these are, are you, freaks. Are you setting up another protein joke? No, oh, I'm, I'm, done pro- I'm done with protein. You're jokes. out on the protein jokes. Okay, no. <laughs> you know, chicken is loaded with protein. Um, so yeah, I, I, and there's like four really good edge guys in the first round. There's two really good linebackers, and there's two really good corners. What is that? Eight. Eight. We're pick twelve. There's gonna, gonna be no way. There's gonna be a quarterback too in the mix. You know, some offensive tackles in the mix. Oh, yeah, there's the, the safety. Kyle Hamilton's definitely going. Like, yeah, two linemen are going for sure. Kyle Hamilton's going for sure. You're at 11. No. I mean, and that's not – quarterback's going to go. I don't know if any receivers are, maybe. Oh, but, yeah. Yeah? Wide so? receiver's going to okay. go. Okay. Atlanta will take one. Okay, yeah. Who knows where Calvin Ridley is. So, I feel like this this draft needs to be like defense, defense, defense. I feel like this draft is like last year's draft where uh, it, it kind of lines up well for us it does line up fantastic like everyone is saying how good of an edge class it is oh. and there we are sitting at 12 like i feel like the fourth best edge is like the second best edge in any other class yeah it, that's it's kind of like the opposite of the quarterback class this year everyone's like the best quarterback in this class is like the sixth best quarterback last year yeah whereas yeah the the fourth best edge could be like a top 10 guy most years and we might be able to get him at 12 oh. um I, I, doesn't it just feel like we haven't drafted an impact player on defense in years yeah. Which well, is because we've been Jefferson. I mean, we drafted Bradbury. We drafted, um, what's his name? Well, Gladney. We got Gladney and Hughes in there. So, like, our last two first-round picks on defense are Gladney and Hughes. End of the first round, well, nickel corners. Rick Spielman, what the fuck was that? 
Drafting nickel corners in the first. I mean, I guess he was, isn't really a nickel corner. He didn't play nickel, and yeah. he doesn't play with the Chiefs. He's just a bad corner. Under, under six-foot corners. Yeah, that, that's the, the thing. Uh, who's the? Is it Trent McDuffie this year? Yeah. I, I want big corners. I don't want to mess around with these little guys anymore. Give me just a long people, which is Sauce Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Derek Stingley's got Stingley's it, too. Long. Yeah, so if he, either of them are there at 12, I'm super happy with both those guys. Oh. Not to get into a bunch of draft. I think, I, yeah, I think those two and then... Basically, picking the litter on an edge. Yeah. And Kyle Hamilton. So, but anyways, like, give me one and of those. And then worst case, one of the linebackers. Yeah. Like, if I'll all say Dean or pick- Dean or Lloyd. Yeah. I don't care which one. Draft season, boys. It's coming. <gasps> it's coming. So much fun. Uh, anything to add to the list as far as um, special teams? I do really like how we have a badass kicker turner. Yep. I think our punter's solid. I wouldn't, like, again, not something I... Add to the list. I would love to just get a, a rock star kicker. Just draft an Evan McPherson. Yeah, or just like you know, he was the fifth round pick, I believe. They did use a fifth round pick on him. Same round as Carlson. No, I mean so I, I, Joseph was fine, but he also, I mean, he lost the Cardinal game. He missed extra points. It wasn't like we were over the moon for him. He's just like kind of a run of the mill kicker. Yep, and like he's solid. Like he's you know. Unless you want to go back to a Dan Bailey kind of kicker, like Joseph's kind of the best you're going to get on the free agent market. Yeah, unless there's – is there, like, anyone available or is there a good kicker in the draft? Like, if there's happened to be, like, a Robbie Gold, the the Bears just idiotically let him walk, like, I would go pay a premium for that just to not worry about the kicker spot. I'm not sure. We'll we'll talk more about free agents coming, like, on future podcasts. But I I dip my toe in the, the, the field goal kicker waters. And I wouldn't be afraid to burn a fifth. Yeah, I, I, I won't be. Uh, I I won't be against doing it every year until you find one. Yeah, it just those seventh round picks never pan out. I don't care. They use them on specialists. Also, they, uh, yeah, so I, I, I think it's always been our stance. Like some people like don't ever draft specialists, but like they the seventh round picks are not a high hit ratio, even fifth and sixth. So like if you do hit on a McPherson, what what's wrong with that? He sure looks like he's going to be their kicker for the next 10 years. Yeah. Is that not worth a fifth-round pick? But taking, like, you know, Joe Blow linebackers every year is... Yeah, but you you could get Stefan Diggs. Yeah, you could, but you could also get Evan McPherson. Like, yeah, Diggs is way better, but that probably is, takes, like, nine different shitty receivers to be busts, where it's like, his kicker's probably good. I mean, I guess they're not always there good, but seven, it's the same as every other there, position. There were 17, like, or, or like 20 to kick... Receivers drafted before Stephon Diggs. Yeah, like, and they all sucked. Yeah, I mean, probably a kicker you could have took that was better than all those guys. That, that's you know? kind of where I was getting at. Like, if you take or you could take the top kicker. It kind of just goes back to like, just you need to draft good players. Yeah, you can sit here and talk all you want about Don't positional get, importance and stuff, and but like value and shit. Yeah, like, it's so hard. Like, like, do I want to draft a center again? No, because I don't. But I think that's Bradbury's fault. I yeah. watched it. Now I'm like, I don't want to fucking do that again. But if you told me I'm getting. You know Travis Frederick. Well, it's like, well, yeah, I'll draft that. Why wouldn't I? It's a fucking rock star offensive lineman for the next ten years. So, like that Tyler Linderbaum, he's supposed to be like the best center prospect in years. You know, if he turns out to be like Quentin Nelson or something, well, yeah, I'll take him. So I don't know. Kyle Hamilton, safety. Do you want to draft a safety high? Not usually. No, but I want to draft Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, because what if he's really good and instead you took uh, you know some left tackle because he's more important and the guy's not as good? It's really. The only, the only part where I do see there is like some sort of, what would be the word, credence to that theory, 
is that like safeties don't make as much. Uh, centers don't make that much. So why burn a top 10 pick on a guy that you could, you could sign a free agent center for like 10 million a year? That's pretty damn good. You can't do that with a left tackle or with a cornerback. So that's the only part where it's like you could just fill those spots with vets on reasonable contracts, but yeah. I don't know. You still, you're sitting there with Kyle Hampton on the board. You know, I don't think the Chargers regret drafting Derwin James. I don't know. He gets hurt a lot, though. Yeah. But, but that's not, he, you know, that's besides the point. Like, I don't know. I, I guess the Steelers didn't draft Minka Fitzpatrick, but they traded a first for him. Exactly. And a lot of people were like, ooh, a first for a safety? Oh, what are you doing? You know, especially because I think Big Ben was out that year, and they thought they were going to oh, suck, yeah. and they somehow kept winning. Because the defense, yeah. fit, like, yeah. as soon as they got Fitzpatrick, like, the defense came together. So, you know, let's, let's do something like that. I don't Maybe we have to trade for a guy. I don't know. You know, that, that kind of defense that, like, Steelers don't have a good, like, a great defense, but it's good enough with, like, you know, you got playmakers, TJ Watt, Cam Hayward. Mika Fitzpatrick. They just do it really with like those three. What do the Rams do? Ramsey fucking Donald and Leonard Floyd's pretty solid. Who else is on their defense? A bunch of role players. Yeah. Stars and scrubs, you know? Like we a just, one-armed Eric Weddle. Yeah. Starting they picked the dude safety. up off the street. Just picked that. We'll just plug him in and he'll run Tore around. his peck. Got a and Super Bowl like, ring. That's... It's a pretty sweet move to just come back, play for three weeks, win a Super Bowl, and just re-retire. Like, all right, I'm out. Haven't played for two years. Yeah. So. Oh, oh, LA. Oh, I live in LA. Yeah, I'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can play safety for you as long as you got Jalen Ramsey covering whole one whole side of the field. Not a problem. Um, okay. I mean, I think that's a good list. I think that, that that's a, that. If you actually did that, if you if you first off if you plugged in a, a real right guard, and I think the upgrading coaching. That offense should be top, like, what, top seven? Yeah. And then yeah, if you actually seven. were able to add two impact players to defense, I don't care what else you do, two impact players. You're top half of the defense. Yeah. So you're the 12th best defense, 14th best defense. That's a playoff team. So Gee, We're probably a playoff team with like the 18th best defense last year. Yeah, if you don't give up 500 points at the end of games and end of halves, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, there's no reason that the defense should have just been collapsing repeatedly every fucking game. What did we win? Eight games? Nine. We didn't win nine games. Eight. <laughs> Eight, nine. Eight, nine. It just blows my mind. I'm, I'm, the last two years, the defense has been horrible. There's been no run defense. We, we give up plays, and we somehow were one game under 500 both years. I mean, that's just a testament to the greatness of Kirk Cousins. To the offense. To the offense. Which I, you know, I was, I was, I liked Clint at first. And then I just, I just, I, the run game just never got off the ground. I think that was one of our, I don't know what the stats say. I've never really looked into the stats on the run game. Just didn't feel like it was very good, besides against the Steelers. Uh, if you're into EPA, Delvin Cook had a negative EPA on the year. I'm not surprised. I felt like our run game was way worse than it was with Gary. Yeah, I thought his really son did bad. a terrible job. Yep. I 100% agree. Yeah. Some of the passing might have been a little more like uh, some more interesting things because Gary Kubek was... A little more progressive. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, look at this. You know, I did something different besides just like, you know, Gary definitely liked the bootlegs and whatnot. But like, maybe that helped his run game because it just felt like a lot of first and 10 runs for no yards. Yeah. And not a lot of long runs. I didn't... Yeah. So, anyways, you... I think... 
incorporating some of the, the the Ram stuff, the motions, the jets, the you know three wides. I mean, you got fucking Irv Smith coming back. Let's go. That offense can be good. You want Brandon Scherf at right guard? I sure do. I sure do, but we'll get into that. Yeah, We're, we'll talk free agents. We'll talk. Um, what do you call it? We'll come up with. Uh, we'll go one of our mock off seasons too. Oh yeah, that, those are always that, good. Yep, those little fan speak ones. Got to do that around the combine time. Yeah, when's combine? March first. Is that after free agency? No. First. Oh yeah, because March eighth. it's it's uh, combines where they all talk yep. when they're not supposed to be. Yep. March first through the eighth, I believe, is the combine. March first. I Holy think shit, like, it's like they two do weeks like, from I, now. I feel yeah. Oh, oh, fucking hey, shit's happening fast. I guess because we didn't get our coach till fucking t- today. Damn straight. That's you know it's exactly the second right. latest a coach has ever been hired? Yeah, Kyle Shanahan? No. Oh. Frank Reich. Frank Reich. Oh, Josh yeah. Josh Reich Daniels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you, know why, well, you know why it was quicker to hire uh, Kevin, or Kyle Shanahan than Kevin O'Connell? Because the Falcons lost. Because Kyle Super Shanahan's Bowl. a big loser. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Because he wasn't at a parade for winning. He was mm-hmm. at a, I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't great. Twenty-eight to three, Kyle. You, why are you hiking the ball with fifteen seconds? Why, why aren't you running you, the ball, Kyle? Yeah, Kyle, you were in field goal range. It would have put you up two scores, and you got sacked. Come on, Kyle. Come on, Kyle. Kyle. You gave Tom Brady the ball back, Kyle. 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 Kyle, you're you're up twenty-eight to three, and you were up twenty-four to ten against Patrick Mahomes, Kyle, in the fourth quarter. Patrick Mahomes. Oh yeah, you're right. You were up twenty four to ten, Kyle. In the was fourth he quarter? up against Matt Stafford? Or no, this year were the Rams ever seventeen thirteen? I think he was in the lead. I think he had the lead. Kyle, yeah, Kyle. That's why we're poaching coaches from the Rams and the Broncos and the Bears, and we're staying and not to Miko Ryan. We're not. Yeah, that guy's not ready. Not ready. Not ready. Oh. We'll say Matt Eberflus, Ryan Poles. Not ready. Not, those are trash. <laughs> not, ready, not ready for the big stage. Quessy and uh, Kevin O'Connell, both both very well-spoken guys, like nailed their press conferences. And I'm sure people will just say, oh, we're just Viking fans. We just, you know, we think our team's going to be competitive next year. I'm sure they think we're idiots. But I think with an unbiased eye, those guys have way, looked way more confident and like leaders of men than them clowns of Chicago. Yeah, I, I mean, you... You could argue that the Giants had the better hire. I wouldn't. Dayball and, and Joe Schoen. Good hire. Yeah. I, I, I would say that's... I think that's the up there. too, that Joe Schoen did end up hiring Dayball makes me feel like, okay, Dayball could be a good coach. Yeah. Know, I wasn't really big on him, but this dude was with him every day. Uh, unlike, you know, Ryan Poles didn't even care about Eric Bieniemy. Who's out of Eric, a job now. Eric Bieniemy, Unemployed. Unemployed man. So, yeah, I would say, like, I guess if you're looking across the league, who's got the best uh, hires? And uh, it all depends on how you like the uh, the Patriots stink. Uh, we're kind of fans of it. Uh, the, the Josh the, McDaniels one? The, the Raiders, where they, yeah, they basically get a Patriot guy and A Patriot McDaniels. GM, yep. Yeah. yep. yeah, that one's solid. I think those are the top three. Yeah, the Miami was a shit show. They couldn't figure out anything. Texans a shit show. Jaguars, like... Sounds like they wanted Leftwich, but wouldn't fire Balky. Then there was all this Rick Spielman talk that he's going to go there. Is that even? That's not even. I have no. It idea. just sort of went away. Yep. I feel like they were like, "Ah, fuck it, just go get Doug Peterson." Like, the guy won a Super Bowl. Why not? I actually don't hate the hire, but I feel like they fell into it. Yep. You know, they stumbled into a into a lucky hire. Uh, Bears, uh, not terrible. Fans. One of the worst jobs ever done. Yeah. Um, Broncos. 
I wasn't a big Hackett guy. Yeah, I wasn't a big Hackett guy. And that's eight. You know the problem? The Saints, I'm not really big on Dennis Allen. Horrible tire. But Uh, I get it. You know, they're just going to go on to the next guy. Is that all of them? That's nine, I believe. Yeah. You know what? The thing is, our guys just didn't get jobs. D'Amico, Gerard Allen. Gerard Allen. Gerard Mayo. Gerard Mayo. Who had a great Super Bowl commercial. (laughs) That actually was a red flag for me. (laughs) I was like, this fucker's doing Manny's commercials. That I'm glad we didn't hire a dude who's fucking doing mayo commercials. I mean, I get it. Mayo, mayo, eh. But what are you doing, buddy? You're not even a head coach. You're just, you're just last name Mayo. I mean, OJ Mayo could do that commercial. What do you... I, I don't, no, he couldn't. Why? Because, you know. The, 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 literally the only... The former Timberwolf. <laughs> yeah, OJ Mayo for a day. Um, yeah, I think, I think we nailed it. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I like the Raiders. And the Giants. The Giants. Yeah. Well, I still think ours are better. So, you know, we're going to win a Super Bowl in the upcoming uh, year or so, and it's going to be a great upcoming time. Upcoming year or so. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, we'll, uh, we'll be back with a, I don't know, free agency. I don't know. We'll fi- figure it out. Yeah, probably a mock off season. No. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. Oh, Ryan, hold on. Ryan's got to figure out which button it is. Hit is the it big. Stop? Nope. Nope. Red button. <laughs>